Hi, this is Rocco Wheeler, and you're listening to Notable Nashville Podcast. This is my song, I'm in Love with the Road. I've seen mountains, and I've seen rivers, and I've driven coast to coast. I got so pale, way out yonder, I was mistaken for a ghost. Cause I'm leaving once again, I don't know where I go. I call it romance. I'm in love with the road Well my baby Back in Nashville Ain't my baby anymore She said If you leave me You'll be sorry But she said it To the back of the door She said why are you leaving once again? Where the hell do you go? I said, I call it romance with the highway And I'm in love with the road She said, fine, go have fun out the road All right But it was he who cast the first stone So I said, God bless, and I dropped his ass Somewhere on a mountain pass And now it's just me all alone But I don't mind all the silence I don't even hear the rain So carry me away In the flood I say And take me a thousand miles away Would you take me a thousand miles away I want to leave So far away I call it romance with a highway and I'm in love, I'm in love I can't get enough of that wandering stuff I'm in love with the road Said I can't get enough of that wandering stuff I'm in All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. That was Rocco Wheeler in studio here. Thanks for joining me, man. 
Thank you, Jordan. So what, what was that tune called again? That tune was called I'm in Love with the Road. I'm in Love with the Road. Are you really in love with the road? Well, by way of, by way of my choice to constantly leave, uh-huh. it, seems, it always seems like the easier choice. The easier path. The easier path is the hard path. <laughs> <laughs> so Rocco and I um, are friends from Smokers Abbey Smoke Shop. We uh, chill and smoke cigars all the time, so this is fun. Thanks for joining me on, on the podcast. There are no cigars here right now, though. There aren't. I, I've only smoked in this condo studio um, a couple times, and it just basically stinks up the place, so I don't really do it often. Yeah. but smoke-free zone. It's a smoke-free zone in here. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe maybe after the show we'll we'll go we'll go have one. That's it. Yeah, but um, I'll, I've never asked you before. Where are you actually from? Where'd you grow up at? I grew up in the great state of Texas. Texas. Born and raised. Texas people have a lot of pride. I say that every time somebody from Texas comes on. They do. I think Steinbeck said something to the effect of, "When you ain't got much, you really have to." overcompensate for what you do have mm-hmm. and so everything is better and bigger uh big skies you know it's not a problem that there are no trees in the west we have big skies big open skies That's right. where you can just gaze out into the stars at night we don't have big i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but uh i want to talk about uh you know your music you released a album last may the book of rocco wheeler um so tell me a little bit about that where'd you where'd you record that at well, it's sort of deceptive. Uh, the book of Rocco Wheeler originally released in 2015. Okay. And then it re-released after some lapsing confusion with the uh, uh, wonderful mediaries okay. online. Because, um, yeah, I said May because I was listening to it on Spotify today. They said it was released in May. So Yeah. Um, I tracked that one in, in East Nashville at a place called The Bomb Shelter. Okay. In the spring of 2015. Okay, cool. So it's been in in the airwaves for quite a while. So was it was it released before and then it got taken off? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't pay your dues. Oh, uh, I got you. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's back up up into the airwaves. Um, but you're you're recording a new uh record uh, next month, right? In in March. That's right. It's it's a busy music spring for me. Mm-hmm. Um I'm making a Tracking a new LP in town at a place called The Butcher Shop. Looking forward to working there with some friends. And I'm also part of a folk trio that's in the studio. Oh, sweet. So lots of music. Cool. We're looking forward to that. It sounds kind of like a uh, a thriller mystery. The places you've recorded, The Bomb Shelter and now The Butcher Shop. It's like... It's not a film you want to <laughs> exist in if it were a film. <laughs> But yeah, like we talk about movies a lot. You're a big film guy too. You write you write for films, don't you? Or you 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 create or direct? I do write. I, I consider myself a writer who also writes songs, who writes screenplays, letters, are emails, you, <laughs> all of all of the above. All of the above. But are you working on any screenplays right now? As far as um, things that are going to be created in the future. Long at my desk has been a murder mystery feature that nice. takes place in Texas. Okay. Less. So that's something that I've been working on for the better part of a year, off and on. And nice. 
and we'll see maybe maybe this time next year when I'm back on the podcast, I'll still be writing it. For sure. I actually went to a murder mystery party with my buddy Austin, who was on one of my first guests. I think he... No, he was the second guest on the show. So second episode. What, but what happens at a murder mystery? It's you basically... He signed up for this thing online and you get all... You get all your buddies together, you get certain parts, and you get emailed your parts, so you know who you are. So you're role-playing. And you're role-playing, yeah. And you got to figure out who who killed somebody that is not not playing. So somebody killed somebody, and you got to figure it out. And I actually guessed it right. A lot of people guessed it right, but it's fun. You can do different, you can do different themes. We did a Western theme, so we dressed up in cowboy, you know, full Western garb. And people and, do this for fun. Yeah, it was great. People do this for fun. They get together. Is there, are there stakes? I mean, do you, do you, do you win something? Uh, uh, do people actually get killed? No, it was, it was just all for the fun of it, you know, wow. and there were drinks, you know, flowing and it was a good time. It was a good time. Wow. You should, you should really consider I it. I should look into these sort yeah. of things. I'm yeah. Too busy writing. But, um, you read a lot of books too. Um, do you, are you, Ever considering like writing your own book, the book of Rocco Wheeler? Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. At the pace that I go, hardly anything ever gets finished. Oh. So we'll be lucky if if this album drops. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna hold you to it. If it doesn't come out, I'm gonna. It's on the record. You said you were recording it next month. So it, keep me <laughs> keep me accountable. I will. I will. But I do want to hear um, a recorded tune. Would you be able to, you know, have us play one of your one of your tracks? No problem. I'd, I'd like to select a track off of uh, an EP that I released last year called "Before the Continents Explode." And the tune that I'd like to share is a song called "Temple," which I, speaking of books, I had been reading a lot of Herman Hesse, mm-hmm. and he wrote. He wrote these these great books about these characters striving for finding what's what's real in their lives and all these kind of spiritual journeys. He wrote the books Siddhartha, Damien, Steppenwolf, and in the influence of those books, I wrote this song called Temple. All right, here's Temple by Rocco Wheeler. flesh and bone the soul body is a temporary home like poetry of the soul written on a scroll I will be your temple if you need so I'll shed the old skin from end to end, the old inside out to the new. If I see you down the road before the continents explode, I will be your temple if you please. I am more than flesh. Fast and strong I am where I belong On the long winding 
everybody that was temple off of the ep by rocco wheeler what was that called when the continents explode before the before continents the continents explode. explode look out well i do want to bring up kind of your writing style i listen to your stuff and i kind of pick up hints of your beliefs in the universe and god and kind of like you were saying spirituality mm. um do you purposely write um based on you know kind of what you're feeling or your beliefs or does that come out a lot in your writing I'd be interested to know your impression. I f- I have, I've had different reactions to the songs. Some mm-hmm. people are certain of my cynicism. Some people are certain of the faithfulness in the songs. But that's kind of what I love about about music is is I almost hesitate to over explain what my songs necessarily mean. Um, yeah, because people it- bring their own. They they get their own meaning out of it, it, yeah. And I I'll just tell you my take. I kind of pick up more of the faithfulness aspect where you're talking about you know people giving praise and hallelujah, and but then you know I, I kind of pick up a little bit of a stru- struggle too. And everybody struggles in life; it's part of life. And I just think it's kind of refreshing um, take on things like your 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 kind of path of you know life. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, it. I grew up in Texas. Texas is a very, I don't know, the community that I was in seemed by default to be a religious environment. Uh-huh. Like religion grew in the, the soil. Yeah. And my father was a Southern Baptist minister. Okay. Which I don't know if that's a cliche story for a lot of folk singers, but it happens oh. to be my story. I didn't know that. And so uh, the Baptist hymnal is mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so is your is your father still practicing? Uh, he actually just retired oh, okay. this year. Wow. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of um, musicians, like you were saying, cliche, but a lot of musicians kind of have that upbringing, and it depends on where they go with their music, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Kings of Leon fan, and their father and grandfather, and, you know, Leon, who... It, the band name is based off of was a I think a preacher, mm. so yeah, it's kind of interesting and just being in Nashville, the Bible Belt, uh, it's it seems like it's the natural reaction, maybe against a Christian child, like a Christian upbringing, uh-huh. um, especially if you grew up in the church, if you grew up playing. What's the best way to even process this? Right, I think people have their guitars and people have their their roots 
and and the songs just end up being a way to um, take it apart and put it back together again yeah well cool well what are your plans um, after this album drops and are do you have any plans of are you playing shows out in around around town or anywhere else Sure. I think the only in-town show that I have is March 22nd at the Bowery Vault. Okay. So I'll be testing out all these all these new songs and uh, would love to love to see you guys out there on March 22nd. Where uh, is where is the Bowery Vault? The Bowery Vault is a is a vintage clothes shop above the Fox Bar. Okay. In in East Nashville. I thought the Fox closed down. It's still it's still going. Well, as far as I know. Oh wow. Maybe there was a different place in West Nashville that that shut down. I thought it was the Fox, but it was like the Gray Fox. Oh, that could be it. Something like that. That could be it. Yeah. I've never even been to West Nashville. Okay, but the Bowery <laughs> Vault and what part of town is that? Just educate it's, me. It's out here in East. It's on Gallatin. Okay. Right, right by Mickey's. Right by a lot of Mickey's people's Tavern. favorite watering hole. All right, yeah. Where where can people run into you around town? Uh, what's your favorite Nashville spots? Oh man! Besides Smokers Abbey, which we already know, Smokers Abbey is 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 a great place. Although it sounds a bit like we're we're part of some sort of like <laughs> cult or something, <laughs> some cult, some sort of cigarette <laughs> ring, just a bunch of chain smokers talking shit. Yeah. Uh, I try to keep it on I, peaceful. I feel like I have to be nomadic because I show up at a place, uh-huh. and then, you know, four months into hanging out at a place, we're just all friends. Yeah. So. Do what? What's your favorite coffee coffee shops around? Right now, I have to say Retrograde Coffee on Dickerson. Oh and yeah. Douglas. I have never been there. I need to check it out. It's terrible. People don't go there. It's terrible. Leave don't, us don't alone. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> is is it crowded like barista parlor? It's not crowded yet. Okay, so you just not gave away your secret. <laughs> not until this podcast comes out and ten people listen to it. That's it. <laughs> ten people got ten friends apiece. <laughs> no, so I have I have this show coming up March twenty second. I will be in the studio all month working on these projects. Uh-huh. I'm very much looking forward to sharing the new songs and getting out on the road again. Um, it's, it's, it's always a great season Yeah. when you, when you gas up the car and you got your routes. So I'll be going to, I'll be playing about 12 dates in Texas in May and then the UK in June. Oh, wow. You're going all the way to the UK. That's it. And then Southern California after that. No way. Yeah. You, you, uh, spend a lot of time out in LA, don't you? I try to. Yeah. You recently went to LA. I did, yeah. As well, it's a fun time to visit. I don't think I could live there, but um, I like visiting. It's it's a great place to uh, to challenge your sanity. Yeah, it it is. What about New York City? Do you go out there a lot? I'm more of a West Coast. Guy. West Coast, okay. And to hell with New England. <laughs> they went too many Super Bowls. Too many Super Bowls. Is that a sports. It's a sports. Uh, it's baseball. New England Patriots, I they love. play baseball on the tennis court, you know? Totally. Hole in one, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, I want to hear another live tune from you. You want to play another one for us? You got it. I actually wrote this song when I was uh, out in California a few months ago, and I was just had a period of four or five days where I was able to lay low and write songs, and this one is called The Man Who Wasn't There. The Man Who Wasn't There? Cool. 
How did the man go missing when the lights turned out? A promising future, the shadow of doubt. Now the rooms are all empty and the walls are bare. This is a song for the man who wasn't there. like thunder and the years flash by a phone call from texas granddaddy passed last night now they're singing in the meadow flying sparrows in the air this is a song As it circles around, time disappears. There's words beneath the words. Do you recognize the truth? Or the song inside the song? No matter the tune. And you don't. here he is here <laughs> and he is alive 
Time just disappeared for me uh, on this podcast. I can't believe it's already over. I'll tell you what. I can't believe uh, it slipped by. But uh, thank you for having me on the show, Jordan. Absolutely. Do you have any uh, you know, good jokes that you can end this on? Well, it's a, it's a high-pressure situation. <laughs> I would say uh, just go ahead and take a look at my bank account. Oh, that's <laughs> mine's pretty funny too, but it's it's kind of a bad sort of funny, you know. I'm I'm not going to hold my breath waiting for the check for this podcast. So, <laughs> well, I'll be out at your show on on March 22nd, and I'll put a couple dollars in the jar for you. Sounds great. All right, man. Thanks again. Take care.